An annual rally leads to a call for Pennsylvania to become an anti-abortion state. And the Phillies grab an early lead in the NLCS. Welcome to the Morning Agenda, WITF's daily news podcast where the only agenda is you. A good morning to you. It is Tuesday, October 17th, and this is being recorded at 9.15 a.m. I'm your host, Tim Lambert, as we take this daily trip around the region's top stories. So let's get started at the state capitol. Activists gathered in front of the capitol for the annual Pennsylvania March for Life. My colleague Ben Wasserstein reports those on hand are hoping to make the Commonwealth an anti-abortion state. Each year, the Pennsylvania March for Life brings thousands of abortion opponents to the Capitol. Among those in attendance were multiple legislators, including former gubernatorial candidate and senator from Franklin County, Doug Mastriano. Mastriano criticized Governor Josh Shapiro, calling him pro-death as opposed to pro-choice. We have such barbaric practices in America right now where our current governor wants to unleash the abortion plague on our state. Much criticism from the crowd was aimed at the defunding of Real Alternatives, which provides anti-abortion pregnancy and parenting counseling services. Now, Real Alternatives has come under criticism from groups such as Planned Parenthood Pennsylvania Advocates. Its executive director says the program misled Pennsylvanians about their health care options and lied about the safety of abortion. Philadelphia used three solo home runs to nab a one-game-to-none lead in the National League Championship Series. Bryce Harper, Kyle Schwarber, and Nick Castellanos homered to lead the Phils to a 5-3 win over Arizona in Game 1. Zach Wheeler struck out eight in six innings to help the defending National League champs win their seventh Game 1 of the last two postseasons. Game number two in the best-of-seven playoff is tonight. After the toxic train derailment near the Ohio-Pennsylvania border in February, people reported increased headaches, coughs, and anxiety. Julie Grant is with our partner, the Allegheny Front in Pittsburgh, and she reports a committee of health experts is starting to look into the longer-term consequences of the disaster in East Palestine. The National Academies of Sciences, Engineering, and Medicine is convening a committee of experts in public health, epidemiology, and emergency response for a series of online discussions over the next couple of weeks. Kristen Malecki, Director for Environmental and Occupational Health Sciences at the University of Illinois at Chicago, is the committee chair. She says they want to consider the questions local residents, doctors, and emergency medical responders still have about the health effects of the chemicals released and other impacts of the train derailment. Hopefully the workshop will frame that to really have a conversation about what future research might be needed, really where are the gaps in understanding, how can a research enterprise potentially address those uncertainties. So four health-focused workshops will be held online. The first one is this evening. Well, Pennsylvania is embarking on a plan to tell a more complete version of state history in its tourism. Julian Abraham with our partner WLVR in Allentown has the details on why that will include indigenous history. At Lehigh University, researcher Jason Hale plays a traditional hand drum, singing a song from his Badawami tribe that carries a message of good fortune, prosperity, and celebration. The celebration aspect, Hale says, is especially appropriate. The songs we sang that um, are just a celebration of what we've done today and, and hopefully, you know, to kind of give us a good start to this partnership and to, um, to carry on and hope that everything goes in a good way. The announcement by the state is a promise to improve what it admits has been a blind spot. 
recognizing the people who called Pennsylvania home before it was Pennsylvania. Here is Carrie Lapore, Deputy Secretary of Tourism. We have known for a very long time that the work that we do around our history is incomplete. And today is the first step in the Pennsylvania Tourism Office trying to tell a more complete and inclusive story of our history in Pennsylvania. Asked if the announcement was overdue, Jason Hale said that may be true, but he's more interested in moving forward, not looking back. Here's our daily reminder that The Morning Agenda is available anywhere you find your favorite podcast and on the WITF YouTube channel. And if you get it at a place that allows you to leave a review or a rating, please do so if you don't mind. And if you like what you hear each and every day on The Morning Agenda, we ask that you share it with your friends and on your social media channels. So this morning, I went through about a dozen news sites like I do every morning from across central Pennsylvania, checking out stories that may impact you or your community, and I want to put them on your radar. So here's what you need to know. One of the largest school districts in the state has picked its next superintendent. Live reports the Cumberland Valley School Board is offering the job to Mark Blanchard. He'll start on December 4th, succeeding David Christopher, who's leaving to become superintendent at the Westchester Area School District in suburban Philadelphia. Westchester, with just more than 12,000 students, is one of the few districts in the state bigger than Cumberland Valley, which has about 10,000. And a page signed by the cast of the movie Gettysburg is back at the Adams County Historical Society after it was taken over the weekend. The Gettysburg Times reports a York County man has returned it, claiming he picked it up by accident. But security videos show he put down other papers he was carrying, signed his name as Ted Bundy on a silent auction sheet, and then took the page. It occurred during a week-long celebration of the movie's 30th anniversary. The Historical Society says it will not press criminal charges. Short and sweet. That is going to do it for the Morning Agenda today. It's a daily news podcast from WITF, where the only agenda is you. I'm your host, Tim Lambert. Thank you so much for listening today. Your company is always appreciated. Be well, enjoy the rest of the day, and we will talk again tomorrow.